Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. The Eye of Agamotto welcomes you, our merry Marvelites, to our second show of the year, 2016. We've done 66 in all! All right, I think we're off the shutdown, right? <laughs> that was the Eye of Ekamoto, guys. Uh, and we are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from... No. Can we please start calling it the Sanctum Sanctorum now? Can we call this the Sanctum Sanctorum? That's do what I want. want. Can I do it for today, at least? Go for it. Okay. We, we, uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from the Sanctum Sanctorum! Uh, can we, the week of Deadpool, call it the Chimichanga truck, then? We can. We can. Okay, our, I think we what, should theme it up. What? You you said to give you space when we opened oh, up the show, oh my so God. I was giving you space. Oh, crazy! Okay, uh, you meant like verbal space, not I mean, physical space. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was like, what is she? I, I, out of the corner of my eye, I could see. I was like, what is she doing? Oh, I was confused. Uh, for all of you listeners uh, not watching us, Marvel was uh, or uh, Meredith was shying away from me, like I like I just like was he farting from like my bad armpits tacos. or something. Well, you need to wave your hands to make the spells, so... Yeah, and yeah, I hadn't done that yet, works. so... Uh, anyway, we're the Marvel Movie News. We tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network, or find us through the Popcorn Talk's website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Marvel News, PTN, Facebook, forward slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, uh, be our friends, ask us questions. We like to talk to you guys as much as we can, uh, even though life gets busy, so forgive us. Uh, and guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, they should come and join us. Jonathan in the booth will retweet you. Uh, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. I am Meredith Placco at M Placco. I'm Coy Jondro at Coy Jondro. And we are joined today by the voice of doom himself, Zach Wilson! I am here! I've taken Sorry. corporeal form. That's amazing! <laughs> I'm you guys. They let you out of the internet! Yeah. <laughs> or I came through the screen, I popped out of the mic. That's fantastic. Laying in the chair with a Captain yeah. America you shield on my back. so back. much show, better than I show, uh, imagined. Show, show, of show off your shield. Show off yeah, your shield. Yeah, I got uh, my writing partner, Greg, uh, Gave me this amazing. Oh, so good! It looks it's so the good. best I backpack it. I have owned in my life. It's so badass. I'm jealous. Sling it over my shoulder. No. Super it's jealous of it. We're all gonna get one now. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna come in with one. I'm gonna have a giant Ibagamoto backpack with an eyeball staring at everyone behind me, like freaking out. Why is that eyeball following me? Dude, like, I, I bring no the Deadpool pocket watch everywhere. Thing is awesome. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you hear that, uh, dude? 
I got to oh, show that ah, to TJ Miller. What really? I got oh, to show wow. that. Oh, we'll get to that story. We'll get to that story. Oh, we'll get to that story. No, no, but you know what? We, we, no, we, no. We, we only have an hour today, so okay, jump so right let's, in. So let's, let's go to Fox. So let's go to Deadpool and tell your story very quickly. Very quickly, I missed that screening of Deadpool because I I saw it. I read showing clips because they were trying to be uh-huh. sneaky. My anti sneaky didn't want to get Age of Ultron. I got really sad that I'd seen the whole movie, so I was like, you know what? I want to meet fans, but mm-hmm. I like Deadpool fans like myself, but I don't want to experience clips and ruin the movie. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally avoided the screening. And then two minutes later, like into the screening, I found out it's a full screening and I am <sighs> distraught, broken, very upset. And then I was, I was ruining the day until I went to dinner that night and I looked out the window and sitting outside was TJ Miller. Mm-hmm. And I never talk to people while they're eating dinner because that is the rudest. Don't do that. He it's, doesn't even talk to his girlfriend. I don't talk to anyone. Either. I'm eating. I'm focused. No, but if you see someone, let them eat dinner. Very true. But as I was leaving, he also got up to leave, and I was like, you know what? Fate, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks for fixing this Deadpool <laughs> screening. So I got to talk to TJ Miller for a little bit uh, about basically Stan Lee's love for Deadpool, Rob Liefeld's love for the movie, uh, like the fan interactions, and he like knew so much about comics, oh, had like so much to say about the fans, was like in deep love with just talking to someone that loved Deadpool as much as I did, and it was really cool to meet someone that was like as about the story as the fans in that level and uh, I mean he said Stan Lee said it's one of his favorite Marvel movies and Liefeld yeah. said yeah. it was better than a lot of comics because they could do, do more with the movie yeah. and whoa so uh, T.J. Miller I, I told you to watch and uh, <laughs> dude thank you it was awesome appreciate meeting you wait T.J. Miller's watching us today Let's just assume. Let's just Hi, TJ. Assume. But yeah, thanks, man. You were awesome. And he loved the pocket watch which I just received, so Aww, thank you guys. That's uh, awesome. I'm trying to find the fan who gave it. I, I like I want to say his name starts with a C. I'm like digging furiously through Twitter right now to find in, his in name. In my brain, I thank him. And I thanked him then because he thought that pocket watch was awesome. That's so cool, uh, man. It's always the, good I'm that like, have to find the name. The actors mm-hmm. care. Yeah, he yeah. got it. They give a damn. Because at first it was like, bro, this guy's bothering mm-hmm. me at dinner. And then I was like, Deadpool, and he's like, I'm listening, and then yeah. I was like, I've been a fan for eight years. He's like, let's talk. And we talked for like ten minutes. Like as soon as he realized I wasn't like Hey, TJ. And I was like, Deadpool! He was like, Deadpool too. So, uh, once again, I'm sorry, the name yeah. drop shit, but stuff. Oh, man, oh. a double whammy! It's okay, uh, it's okay. You didn't say the guys. other word. You didn't say the other Good word. Good stuff. Uh, so, uh, we'll talking about Deadpool, the initial reviews are coming in, and uh, all of them are highly favorable. No one has said, well, I haven't like mm-hmm. dug through Twitter and looked for every single Deadpool tweet, but it seems that no I one is saying anything uh, bad. Uh, so I chose three to highlight very quickly. We had... Uh, uh, and hope if if any of you are fans of our show uh, and and you've seen it, please tweet at us. Mm-hmm. We want to hear your opinions. Uh, but at uh, Imagine Bunny uh, wrote literally best Marvel movie. I was low key hella doubtful, movie. but by far uh, but by far best executed movie I've seen in a long time. So that's good. Yes. That's not even like Deadpool was amazing. It's like she's saying the movie itself. Was fantastic. That's cool. Uh, uh, Patrick Campbell at PJ Campbell said, Oh man, I really, really love Mm -hmm. Deadpool. Funny action packed and just a blast. As a fan, I'm hugely impressed and happy. So he, he's admitting that he's a fan and Mm -hmm. is very impressed and happy. Uh, and then finally we have Rachel Howard at Rachel, uh, J. Howard. Just saw early screening of Deadpool. The movie is Effing amazing. She said the other <laughs> word, but I'm not going to get pulled into the, into the Jandro trap. <laughs> Family program. Uh, everything right. I was hoping for from the Merc with a mouth. So she sounds like nice. a, 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 a legitimate fan. The fans fan. are happy. Like, yeah, so awesome. the fans are, awesome. fans are happy. Uh, also, we had uh, at those screenings, uh, the dead. there's a Deadpool <gasps> after credit yes. scene. No, Thankfully, yeah. no I was so afraid to read that. No, one's, yeah. been, no one's been a jerk and said what it is. 
We've only heard that there is one. That's all Amazing. Good. And good fans for not. Like, yeah. thank you to yeah. full yeah. screen like, that movie. Thank you, 500 people. Right. Yeah. Like, that's so cool that, like, no one said, any, like, what it is. Yeah. It's, it's hard to imagine in this day and age, but, like, yeah, there's no details. Even yeah. for people who, like us, who dig through. Yeah. Reviews. That's why I avoided the clips because I yeah. thought it was clips, man. <laughs> I was trying to be like, I don't want to know because Age Voltron was putting together pieces of movie mm-hmm. I'd already seen. I was like, I don't want that. I did the same thing. I missed it. I saw it. I saw like, oh, they're doing that screen. Oh, I, I'm free that day. Ah, I'll just yeah. see it in the yeah. day. Yeah. Like, to Stan Lee <laughs> just sitting in a room watching Deadpool. Like, oh. oh, you know, but you know, you should go to those. But here's why: uh, because you never know what they're going to do. You never know mm-hmm. who's going to be there. But like we, uh, Brittany and me. Brittany and I, sorry. Mm-hmm. Brittany and I got to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy thing where they did like just the whole break, just oh. the jail breakout yeah. scene. And they did it in like a theater. Like uh, I got in because of my Marvel right, and right. membership. And it was it was so fun. And it got me even more excited for the movie, but they didn't show me anything that I like. They just like, show, it was more or less like, yeah. you know, these things that you've seen in trailers? Here's, here it is it's in context. And that's right. it. Yeah, right. it's, you know? it, they're usually really good about that. I, see, I thought that until yeah. the Marvel's last round of trailers. Ever since the, like, the last three yeah. movies, I felt were a weaker experience because but, I know yeah. But this is, this, this is our unknown entity, Fox, that yeah. seems to. Killing other, the marketing. Yeah. Killing, killing it. The yeah, marketing. I should have trusted. You Next should, time yeah. there's a mm-hmm. clip thing, I'll go. I know. Next time. Next Three weeks. Uh, by the way, can I point out that I love what you guys have all done with your toys? Mm-hmm. It felt right. No, yeah. it, like I love that it's character yeah. appropriate. No, it's it's perfect, and I love that my, you have yours. Just like they're guarding the eye. They're okay? guarding the eye. Like, they're, no, listen, I think it's perfect. I love it. I love what you guys have uh, done with okay, the toys. I got so so here we go because we have you know some original heroes for hire, and you know I mean it's not like Captain Marvel needs to be like being an extra bodyguard, but. If you're going to have anyone... strange. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is that she just has to make sure that the Eye of Agamotto gets through the galaxy safely. That's all. That's very sweet of you. They got you covered on the ground Mm -hmm. and in the sky. Exactly. And in outer space. Yep. That's how it works. (laughs) The the live chat's arguing that there were positive reviews in the early screenings of Fantastic Four. No. Mm. Just no. No, no, no. Do not compare these holy things to yeah. that sacrilege. Thank you. No, no, I no. I think, and the Lies. difference, too, is these are fans. Right. Um, no Fantastic you know. Four fan. Not a single yeah. Fantastic Four fan left that movie happy. No, no, if, what I'm curious... Oh. If they did, they weren't a real fan. Yeah. Right, What so. I'm curious about are how non, non-fans non or people who are not familiar with the source material are going to react to Deadpool. Yeah, I'm yeah. really curious, yeah. too, to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, I think, well, I think I've yeah. said before, and I know we have to hurry through the show because we have a lot of news, mm-hmm. I think it will change the face of what comic book movies are as yeah. much as that yeah. awesome Suicide Squad trailer did. Yes. That's right, I said something positive. Yes, it is. It's that really, really good. so good. Oh, it's my so God, amazing. that trailer was amazing. Oh my God. I watched the trailer so many times. I know, I know. Like, the DC show's going to have so much I'm so excited for the DC show. Like, like, just you know, like, not to be all cool about it, mm-hmm. but like doing the Kevin Smith show, like we recorded last night, mm-hmm. yeah, which was the like that's the day after, yeah, right. he did his CWDC thing, uh, and uh, he was just like, oh my god, like I can't wait to be more excited seen, multiple studios. I yeah. can't wait to have more things. I know, to be I'm just saying, I, and you know what, yeah. like, it, like all the like naysaying that mm-hmm. we had about the Joker. I still am not on board for the aesthetic, for like no, the whole not, attitude of like the blank out car and everything Sumble. else. Yeah. But like seeing him like cackle and his madness mm-hmm. and his, I was like, all right, you know also, what? It seems really like they've excited. got the core. I'm of the sorry, I really, now, so. I really, really, and I pointed this out. We did um, over at What the Flick, uh, like the, the after shows there, we did a review of the Suicide Squad trailer. So if you want to know my full thoughts, you can go over there and check it out. But also, I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to DC for really taking the step forward and showcasing an amazing diversity. 
diversity of characters. Mm-hmm. This film, even though it's all super villains for the most part, but they, you know, you have four main women mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. film and a huge cast of uh, people of color, and that is fantastic because anyone who's familiar with DC Comics understands it's a struggle that the publisher has been going through within their comics and through their films, and I think that's fantastic. And there's been a lot of naysayers saying like, oh, Harley's being marginalized, and this is stupid, and this is terrible, and regardless of what problems you're seeing with the movie personally, you do need to give them a that, lot. Like, yeah, yeah, give them some credit great. for that. So. I think that'll be their Deadpool. Yeah. I think it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I just want to give yeah. DC mm-hmm. the tip of the hat. The trailer made me nervous. Uh, I'm still not sold on Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, it looked like it was a fun trailer, and I still don't know what the movie is going to look like. That's fine. And That's you know fair. Queen? Yeah. Queen. Queen rules. Yeah. Uh, speaking uh, of get, trailers, yeah. that Australia Day thing, Deadpool, awesome. I know. Haven't you, seen it. Haven't seen you it You guys yet. need to go check it out. Check it out. Skip it about. Skip, no, okay. skip, we're, we're moving on. Uh, Cable and Deadpool uh, are possibly being now. talked about. Yeah, that's the trend. That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's like if you guys are going, yeah, you guys are going just a little bit longer than like we can that. afford, I'll just, I'm just going to scat at you. Just scat. Don't scat on me, though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna scat on you. That's He's an engaged man. I think you need to not do even it then. Uh, not even then. Stop it. Just get out. Everyone, get out now. You need to do exactly. it higher. Oh, stop. Now you all have to get out. I'll do the show um, by time myself. Sadistic fluid leaks from the eye back of It's a thing that happens. All of you stop. Cable and Deadpool are being talked about. Uh, there was a fan that screened out at the Q and A in New York because they did they did the so they did the secret screenings in New York and in Los Angeles. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was at the one in New York, and uh, someone yelled out, "Do a Cable in the sequel!" And uh, he said, "Your lips to God's ears, my friend. Believe me, that's being talked about." Yes, oh, yeah, so, that's awesome. That's all. Did I not, know that. Did not, not, hear that. not not guaranteed anything else. It's fine. However, if they're doing an X Force film, and we uh, Ryan Reynolds also said that he wants to see an R-rated X Force film. It only like, makes yeah. sense. Yes. Uh, yes. If they're talking X Force, if they're talking New Mutants, that's all Cable. Mm-hmm. And if they've got Deadpool already established in the universe, why wouldn't they tie that in? Uh, that's a perfect, especially if Suicide Squad yeah. as well, which is why we talked about it. Planned. Scooby Doo. Scooby Also, Hellfire is looking for new showrunners. Oh, that's not, disappointing. It's, it's, okay. it's not a. It's not necessarily okay. a bad thing, and this right. means that it's going to be delayed in its release. Okay. Uh, but Evan Katz and Manny Koto, uh, Kutu Koto. Mm-hmm. Uh, were uh, writers and showrunners on 24. Uh, uh, now 24 Legacy is coming <laughs> to television. Right. So they love to go do that, happen. which means that now Hellfire doesn't have anyone else. So they're looking for new showrunners. Uh, uh, part of that deal is that they will have their pick of writers, which means that all the writers that we're working on Hellfire now might be out of that uh-huh. job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but may not. I don't know. Uh, but it also means that the new showrunners are going to be able to put it in yeah. any direction that they want. Okay, I'm, so, I'm yeah. okay with this because um, I loved the first couple of seasons of 24. Really lost me towards the end, and so don't care about a 24 series that doesn't have Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. So Agreed. they can go do that. And um, looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see some out of the box thinking on this one. So mm-hmm. like giving it to it some new, like some new blood yeah. showrunners yeah. could be like a good way to make this a f- really fresh series. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, like maybe. A Matt Key and Zach Wilson. Just saying, that might be really I good. Real good yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to say that I kind of was never a giant fan of them doing like a Mad Men kind of thing. No, like, I was, was happy I. to see like Hellfire Club and the and the original the X Men mm-hmm. First Class movie. That was great and it made sense because it was the time. But I would rather see it like updated and in the yeah. new world. Like I don't want to see it in the past. No. and I don't know why. I don't even well, have. They dropped news this week that the the TV shows are at least Legion. I know they confirmed mm-hmm. is not going to be in. 
the cinematic they X-Men did not. That's, that's okay. the next story. Yeah. So perfect, uh, perfect yeah. segue. Uh, Legion is lo- looking like it's likely to be picked up. They said that at the TCAs this week. Cool. Uh, Television Critics Association, correct? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Winter Press Tour. Yes. Uh, and uh, they said it takes place in a parallel universe. So this is uh, mm-hmm. FX CEO John Landgraf. <laughs> Land- Landgraf. So this uh, would be like Earth whatever. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, Earth 1610, yeah. or Earth whatever. 999. Yeah. Uh, it takes place in a parallel mm-hmm. universe. The U.S. government is in early days of being aware of mutants, but not the public. I don't foresee any characters moving back and forth between the movies okay. and the series. I'm, I'm okay with right. that. I mean, it's, you know, a DC They're trying to build the universe. So. It's cool yeah. to separate a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming. And you know, yeah. like, CW and DC, DC yep. film cinematic, yeah. right? like, they're separate. And, you know, as much as they're, it, as much as, mm-hmm. like, I love Grant Gustin as The Flash and Stephen mm-hmm. Amell as mm-hmm. Green Arrow, like, I don't know that it works in the cinematic yeah, right. universe. I'm curious how Ezra Miller does Flash. And we would exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the only thing uh, they have to be careful of with that is, and this is what worries me about Flash, is the same characters. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. as long as, like, Legion has a completely separate set of characters, yeah. it'll be fine. No one's going to yeah. care. But if they have, like, a new version of, if they have Cable showing up in... Hellfire, in, yeah. Hellfire or yeah. Legion or yeah. anywhere like that, like you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I, that I, cable's different. The from casual the fan watch, yeah. will right. not yeah. know what to do with that information. Yeah, I think I think I'm glad they're going that route though, because I think Marvel Marvel's doing a good job weaving these different uh Netflix cinematic universe and television uh mm-hmm. series all together, but we have seen some growing pains there and I think it's a very monumental task to take on. Oh, yeah. And I think Fox is good at recognizing that this is not the way we want to go. We're just gonna keep developing things that work for us. And Fox's legal team is probably very happy they're separate because that's yes. a lot of licensing <laughs> rights issues. And I'm yeah. happy it just exists. Mm-hmm. Like I Legion is one of the most I'm looking forward yeah. to that show more than most things just because I love that book I'm hoping they're based it off. I agree. The character's great. I agree. So. All right. Uh, skip it about we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, okay. This, this is going to be a bit of a long segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many details on X Men Apocalypse that just came out yeah. today. Like it was just like a flood of like, Wait. hey, what's up? It's X Men yeah. Apocalypse time. And when, and when does it come out again? Ooh, May um, May twenty sixth. I want to say. Yeah, it's like two yeah. weeks after Batman. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 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 coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's like coming. and it's like right right and after is, um, uh, Captain America. Yeah, and this is the the right timing to yeah. start getting this sort of news out there mm-hmm. because like there's gonna be like there will be a second big trailer probably. Yeah. Uh, what would you say like March like end of February beginning mm-hmm. of March is my guess. I would imagine in front of Deadpool. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe. That, well, yeah, I mean, it, it might, yeah. they may just like release. Like just continue to run the trailer mm-hmm. that they have. Yeah. The trailer that yeah. they have is great. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, well, I thought it was great. Uh, anyway, oh no, so, it's great. I'm just like I'm thinking like where. When, no, I think where, I think where, we'll yeah. get one more. Uh, so, uh, first of all, uh, Apocalypse is the most powerful villain for the X-Men. Uh, unlike, uh, mm-hmm. So this is uh, Simon Kinberg talking. Uh, unlike the other mutant villains we've had, Apocalypse has a lot of different powers, and you can see that over the span of the movie. Uh, usually we have Magneto with his magnetism, or you have Sean, the way he can Sean. absorb energy. This is a character who is certainly way more powerful than any of the characters that we've seen mm-hmm. in the franchise. Uh, and then Brian Singer goes on to say mm-hmm. he has a number of different powers, uh, that he's acquired over the years as he's moved, get this, as he's moved from body to body, accumulating oh. these various abilities. Ooh. That's a change up there. So I don't know if that means that he actually like is like a hermit crab, but with bodies? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds yeah. like. That's what it sounds that like, sounds but it could also be that like, his power is the ability to so, manipulate in, like molecules and stuff or, like that. Or so, do you uh, think they're blending Apocalypse with... Um, Oh god, Shadow King. Shadow King. That's uh, that's certain. what it sounds like. I'm not familiar with Shadow. That'd be a Shadow, Shadow yeah. King is like a psychic entity mm-hmm. that can like jump into people and take them over. So like, 
like Shadow King could like be like invisible to us because yeah. he's just a psychic energy, then like jump into you and then use you to attack all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's that kind of thing. So uh, he's he's a big X Men. Yeah. Villain. Plus I a think huge he part was, in Aurora Storm. Yeah, in Storm's backstory. Uh, yeah. In the eighties, he yeah. was like a big problem for them. Uh, so yeah, but not since the eighties. I mean, I mean yeah, he, so he grew old. <laughs> He's just yeah. moved on from that world. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like that. I, I found that interesting. That's one of the reasons I wanted huh. to read that quote. I I really think that it has to do with his ability to like change his body. So yeah. I think he's moved from body to body in that like he can. Like, whenever he, like, resurrects himself or comes back to mm-hmm. life after a millennia of sleeping or whatever, he's like, I want a different body. <laughs> and just changes, because we'll I think see. those are his powers. So. We'll have to see. That's, not, um, that's interesting. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, so mm-hmm. going on, he says, one of them is to, uh, powers. Mm-hmm. One of the powers is to imbue other mutants and to heighten their powers and abilities. Okay. He can also shield from psychic powers, though he doesn't have them himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he can amplify your power, transform you as a mutant, but his ability to physically damage, destroy, or build is in the non-biological world. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's in the physical world. He can change the inorganic molecules of things. These are some of the powers that we're exploring. Uh, but like later on, like he, he actually talked about, like I, I didn't pull a quote, yeah. but he said like alien, like other mutants and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I, I think they're doing, like I think they're going that direction with him. Like because in the comics, you know, a lot of his powers mm-hmm. come from the Celestials, and yeah, that's where exactly. he gets a ship and everything else. But I, I really think they are going to kind of tie in some Shadow King, though, there with... with I think that would be This pretty, is interesting. That would be really cool. And I think they're going to start tying into some... Well, not the Celestials, because we know Marvel... Yeah, Marvel has um, a rest of that. But that's cool. Uh, so, so yeah, like I, that was, I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah as you're doing that with uh, with, with Apocalypse, Pop. I'm so yeah, excited. They have a, a direction to go in because yeah. he's such a big character. He's such a broad power set. It'd be really hard mm-hmm. to decide. Like he can do everything. How exactly. do we do that? It's good that they have a. Uh, we're hearing a direction they're going. Yeah, in. yeah this is good. Uh, so also, uh, Simon Kinberg mm-hmm. talked about where this movie, X Men Apocalypse, falls chronologically in reference to Gambit, uh, uh, Deadpool. Um, uh, and any other movies that are coming out. So wait, Gambit's still on the table? Yeah, it comes out next year, not this year. Uh, They they pushed that back to sometime next year. It starts filming, I think, uh, late spring. Nice. So, uh, but uh, he said that this this takes place uh, before those other films take place. Okay. Uh, Which, I mean, it's the 80s, Mm -hmm. so that makes sense. But what he's really saying is that uh, the quote that he has is, um, they are all part of a larger, larger fabric now. So the world of Deadpool, Gambit, those exist in a post Days of Future Past, post Apocalypse world. So, mm. like Apocalypse happening, Gambit and Deadpool, those movies take place after Apocalypse and after Days of Future Interesting. Past. Interesting. So, so he goes on to say uh, the same way that each of us, meaning mm-hmm. you know us, uh, of different ages knows about Nixon, about the Ra- uh, Reagan, uh, knows about 9-11, our fictitious events like the stadium dropping on the White House in 1973 is part mm-hmm. of the world with Gambit, Deadpool, and cool. Wolverine. Oh, so it's, okay. it's that oh, reboot nice. we talked about. Not reboot, mm-hmm. but it's that continuation yeah. of a new sure. version of the trilogy. It's so that extended it universe. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like it's that. They're all the connected. J.J. Abrams Star Trek style. Yeah. Like, we're still in the same world. Nothing was erased, mm-hmm. but also none of it is set in stone. Yeah. But exactly. I'm, I'm excited because that will, you know, whatever Deadpool references, it might kind of give us some backstory. Hints. And like yeah. I talked about two weeks ago yeah. with, with uh, Colossus, it gives mm-hmm. us a new way to see what works and what doesn't work. Exactly. Like a wonky character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm excited. Uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, moving on. Uh, Brian Singer, like, studied cults. 
uh, yeah. for Apocalypse. And, That's cool. and like So, like, the four horsemen, his mm-hmm. four horsemen, they're the leaders of his cult. And the way he divided that up, I'm not going to read the whole quote. Mm-hmm. You can go uh, you can go read it on geekgirlauthority.com, <laughs> where I've posted all of our news up there with links to everything, um, and, including, like, some wonderful articles uh-huh. written by uh, Meredith Blacko. for geek.com. Uh, I mean... I wrote some good articles too, but uh, uh, <laughs> you're better. Uh, but uh, they're based on a cult, mm-hmm. uh, and he basically said, uh, "Let's see, there's a political faction, and that's what Magneto fills. Mm-hmm. There's a military faction, which Archangel fills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a youth faction, which Storm fills, and then there is a sexual component uh, that you find in Psylocke." Interesting. So, uh, huh. and that kind of yeah. right cast, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, but that kind of gives you like an like a sort of like window into. These characters, no, also, and that right? makes sense. So. Like you, you definitely have like the the cult of personality, the cult, you know, which mm-hmm. Psylocke definitely would fall into. And if anyone's no. going to get me to join Scientology, yeah. it's Olivia Munn, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Good job, Cass. <laughs> I'm not saying you're Scientologist. I'm saying it would work. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I, I thought cool. that was interesting. Like, that's not really like news mm-hmm. or anything like. But it's but like we're, a we're flavor. finally seeing it's some flavor. Yeah. 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 It's been we've seen some footage, but it didn't give us a lot, which I liked. Mm-hmm. This is giving us enough, but it's it's intellectual. We're having to think about what it's going to shape without giving us too much. Exactly. Uh, I'm excited by quotes instead of just like take this footage and ruin your movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, these quotes make me more excited about the movie because yeah. honestly as great as all the footage looked in the trailer like I was a little worried on like a story front like how are they going to do Apocalypse how is it going to fit into this yeah. world yeah. Like, it, how big is it villains can be too big and too Absolutely. insane oh, like, and all of this seems like they're it's still going to be big mm-hmm. but measured and, and like given enough rules to make it a fun movie mm-hmm. where it doesn't feel like impossible because if it's truly impossible then how are we going to get out of this exactly yeah. but this I, I don't know this gives me hope yeah. well like this this gives you like context without giving anything away I exactly. agree and you're, you you go into it going like oh I want to see how they do that now like that's really interesting that that's the yeah. philosophy behind the decisions and that you made I so. think these are important things for a movie like Apo- X-Men Apocalypse, it, given the backstory with the X-Men films, not backstory, history with them, this is a good narrative to set up before the films. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, skibidi moving on to Storm, uh, played by Alexander Shipp. Uh, she, so, uh, the, I think it was Screen Rant that I, that I pulled a lot of this from. They interviewed the Four Horsemen, specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Blow interviewed, like, a lot of people. But, Joblo? Uh, Joblo, is it Joblo? <laughs> I've always said Joe Blow. Uh, but maybe Rob it's Joe Blow. Oh, it's Rob Blow. Oh, yeah. I wish yeah. it was they just wrong. spelled it wrong the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she uh, she said that she feels that the thing... So the four horsemen all willingly follow Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. He actually doesn't bend their minds at all. Oh, he doesn't have wow. any psychic powers. Oh, He's just that persuasive. That, yep. like, so Apocalypse is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, getting political. Someone said they had a Donald Trump ad before our show. I just wanted to point that out. So, Wait, uh, are you serious? Someone was like, "Yeah." So I'm just gonna. We do not. We do not uh, we condone do not, or support yeah, or encourage yeah, any sort not. of. To clarify, all of that is YouTube yeah. algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're just saying it's not us. Just yeah. so I won't comment uh, actually, any further. Guys, it's it's me. <laughs> That's why we started the show. Get over here! I was kidding. Get over here. Uh, so, uh, so she joined, uh, she joined up with, uh, Apocalypse mm-hmm. because, um, she's this bullied storm, by, by every, yeah, this is Storm, yeah. uh, because she's bullied by so many other people and she sees this powerful mutant who will help her not be bullied, who will help her like hone her skills and stuff like that. And she, she goes on to say, I think that his plan for her being Storm in the movie is to protect him. Uh, there's so much she can do and what he's looking for is protection because he just woke up after a couple thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. He's weak and he's alone and he's been betrayed by, you know, 
I don't know Alexander <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we haven't seen who the movie. Yeah. Who betrayed him, Alexander Shipp? Uh, but, like, that is, like, another thing. It's just, like, what is she... Like, there's yeah. reference there. Like, she's referencing mm-hmm. something that we're not familiar with. Uh, but she goes, like, in uh, protecting him, she says, protect him with fog, protect him with lightning, blow away a missile, blow away a plane. So, like, she's... I think we're going to see, like, some really cool stuff coming from her. Like, so she's the, she's the support character. She's support. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're looking at a, a, yeah. a cool, rounded RPG party, mm-hmm. she's support. Cool. And I think that'll lead to... I yeah. think the next set of films will be focused on these new mutants mm-hmm. introduced here. Because we, theoretically, this is the end of Mystique, Beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if they wanted to end... I mean, Fastbender said he'd come back, and, mm-hmm. and Xavier said he'd come back, but they don't have it's to. Fine. Like, so, Xavier's dead in the comics, I'm excited. so, you know... Uh, I like this I'm new still team. Bitter about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I do too. It's, this, someone, yeah. this is a team that I could keep watching for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, Olivia Munn talking about uh, Psylocke says that uh, uh, Apocalypse first meets her and she's the bodyguard. So she's Ooh, like his bodyguard, like nice. uh, which kind of makes sense to like maybe yeah. with, like the sexual component that they're kind of saying of her, like she's kind of like always with him, like she's kind of like his mm-hmm. girl Friday, that sort of thing. It yeah. seems like. Um, right. She's got this amazing skill, and she has zero fear when she goes against him. So he needs her. Like so, she like fights him. He's not afraid of her uh, or of him. And what he sees in her is that she is someone who can protect and has no fear, and is an amazing fighter and has amazing abilities. Uh, so yeah. So okay. Yeah. So we got now we got the fighter of the group. So we've got uh, healer fighter. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, now we've got the uh, Magneto. Uh, and uh, he he says, okay, well, something much more powerful than me has arrived in a way, kind of like a god. He's the original mutant. Uh, and uh, I think Magneto doesn't really follow anyone, so it was kind of a hard thing for him. Was that? Yeah. Oh, Mage. No, Storm would be Mage. Sorry, I'm really on this track. <laughs> You're really on this thing. <laughs> I'm really on this thing. Uh, so uh, so he, what he's saying is Magneto has always wanted to bring, like, you know, mutants to the forefront mm-hmm. to give them their, their space and to have them stop being, like, sort of looked down yeah. upon and then here comes this guy that's even more powerful than him and he's like oh well I'm back in this <laughs> horse now so and that's the political bit yeah. like it, it, it all makes sense yeah. it's it actually does. really yeah, it cool really does. so um, uh, so yeah uh, then uh, Archangel uh they they actually weren't able to interview Ben Hardy this, 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 who, yeah. who's the bodyguard sorry Psylocke what why does the apocalypse need a bodyguard because well, he's weak. He's weak. He's, he's weak. He's oh, like when, he, when he's yeah. asleep. Oh, yeah. okay. I missed the awakening. That concept makes sense. I was yeah. like, so wait a minute. They got to do everything. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The threat uh, asked. I agreed. Now it makes sense. That. So, cool. um, but they did describe a scene where Apocalypse recruits uh, Warren Worthington, mm-hmm. and uh, they say that he um, molds his custom armor with waves of his hands. Uh, and of course, the telekinetic transformation of Archangel's wings into metallic blades of death. Oh. So he's just like, you so need we'll to have that. a different oh. costume. And like, so that's again, it's giving us an example of like what Apocalypse's actual mm-hmm. powers uh, are, right. which I think yeah. is really not cool. biological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's really cool. That's a good limit to put yeah, on. It. Yeah, yeah. Like he has yeah. some way to be defeated. Not yeah. just like, what up? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Alexander's ship referred to him as our final horseman. So I feel like. Apocalypse awakens, yeah. goes and recruits these other people, then approaches like mm-hmm. Angel and is like, mm-hmm. "Be my own." And that makes sense for Archangel. We need to yeah. have seen him as Angel, so the fans are yeah. happy than Archangel. Yeah. I like it. Nice. So yeah. wait, it just occurred to me: if you have to, if he can manipulate any inorganic matter, does that mean that when you fight Apocalypse, you have to fight him naked? Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. That's yes. another movie entirely. Yes. <laughs> Those are different horses. Uh, <laughs> Axel Braun, I can't wait for that. So, uh, very quickly, let me go over these other characters. Uh, Nightcrawler, uh, Cody, Mc, 
Cody Smith McPhee, and I believe this is on uh, Joe Blow. You can see it all on GeekGirlAuthority.com. Uh, I believe we see... We kind of get to see the side of Nightcrawler that we love so much in the comics. The more vulnerable, swashbuckling, joyous, <gasps> random personality we, that yes. we love. But also so grounded in his faith at a young age. Aww. So, like, I'm so excited. I like, know, I love nice... swashbuckling that's, Errol Flynn that's Nightcrawler. The word, that's, that's the word I wanted to hear was swashbuckling. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, all I wanted. <laughs> that's all I needed. That. Thank you, Kurt. As yeah. soon as he said, uh, mm-hmm. see, see the side of Nightcrawler that we all love yeah. so much, I was like, please say swashbuckling. Yes. Like, like, for the split second that it took me to get to swashbuckling, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I hope he says yes. swashbuckling. You know, uh, so yeah, so like I'm excited for that. Jubilee, Jubilee. What? No, I just this quote is so good. What? This quote, it's so. Good. Oh, I know, right? Uh, so Jubilee, played by actress Lana Condor, says her power in the comic books is fireworks. In this film, I can safely say that her power is more fire plasmoid electricity type. So she's not like. There'll be some contact where something yeah. happens. It'll she, be like, she'll like, she can shoot, I, it sounds like she can shoot colorful fire. Yeah. And she got electric an upgrade, arc. guys. That's she's cool. got, That's she's cool. got a vampire. That's and exciting. she got an upgrade. Oh, so, yeah. We got some stuff. I know. Uh, so, also, she's mm-hmm. been there for ten years. She's what? not like the new student. Like in, the, in, the, in the animated series, okay. it was like she was always the rookie. No, that we'll yeah, into here. Yeah. Like, silly rookie. That's a shame because actually, it's some of my favorite Jubilee it's a cool moments. Component. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but mm-hmm. she's she's uh, she's like yeah. best friends with Jean Grey. So where all the other students don't know how to mm-hmm. handle Jean Grey, Jubilee's like, hey, what's up? We're besties. That's sweet. So um, so yeah, so that happened. Uh, Jean Grey as Phoenix, uh, Brian Singer. He, he, the, he didn't say it's happening yet, but the exact quote that he has is, as far as the idea of, of that brewing within Jean Grey without giving anything away, I would say absolutely that interests me, being Brian Singer. And you may find a piece of that in X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, he also then... Uh, he. That, Phoenix. Button. He added. He added. She's trying to figure out her psychic powers, which are much more powerful than she realizes. Yes. So it sounds like they might be building to A do. Storms brewing. Yeah. It, it sounds like we might we might get to reclaim that other X Men movie that shall not ever be named. So, but it could happen it the right way. But it could which happen. Which is why the right soft reboots yeah. are fantastic. Yay! Yay. So uh, that does it for X Men Apocalypse. Do you guys have any? Uh, I I know we're moving fast, but mm-hmm. if you guys want to have any ideas, in two sentences, I'm really glad to hear all this instead of seeing all this. And I think that he's finally acknowledging the comics in more than just a by title alone way. And I think we might get our first X Men movie. I thank X Men for existing because it gave us the MCU. Mm-hmm. I now am looking forward to X Men movies having their own universe and being X Men movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, no, I mean, just building on that, like, I think it as much as like I want to see some of the X Men like in like mm-hmm. MCU, the fact that it's separate gives them all this room to mm-hmm. play, and it's great. We'll get more because they're separate. Yeah, yeah, I yeah agree. exactly. We get more of a story. X Men has this weird thing where it doesn't quite fit into the rest of the Marvel universe yeah. mm-hmm. um, because of just what makes it X Men. Yeah, it's like the the idea of being outside society doesn't work in a world with superheroes like Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love it. It works, and this is building the right way. It, yeah, you know, and and even in the comics, while X Men have appeared in Avengers in crossovers with other titles, it's always just kind of been, you know, and vice versa. X Men comics have always stood a part of their own, and uh, while some of these X Men movies in the past may have been punchlines to jokes, and. Uh, you know, we have to give a lot of credit to Singer. He started this whole craze, really. I mean, yes, there were superhero movies before it, but Singer really took this Brought and ran with it. And yeah. uh, and I think uh, him coming back and seeing what he's able to do now, because I think back then he was limited. He was limited by budgets. He was limited by studio houses and, and what the populace wanted to see. Yeah. And now uh, we, as a movie-going audience, demand a lot more out of our films with superheroes. And I think he's able to give us the stories that fans and general moviegoers want to see. And I'm 
freaking excited about everything you just read off that yeah, screen. Yeah, I agree. Moving on to Marvel Studios. Oh. Uh, Black Panther, very quickly. Not, mm-hmm. uh, nothing, nothing big, but mm-hmm. very cool. Uh, Ryan Coogler is actually a big fan of Black Panther, com- the Black Panther comics and has been since he was a kid. Uh, the quote that he gave to MTV News was, the thing that got me most excited is that the first African-American character that I was introduced to in main comics was... Black Panther. That's awesome. Uh, he said, uh, I used to go to a comic book shop right next to my elementary school. So, like, imagine. That's cool. Yeah. Little bitty, like, eight-year-old Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. ten years old, going over to, like, this comic book shop. And, by the way, that was only, like, 15 yeah. years ago. Like, yeah. Because he's 29. Yeah, yeah. He's 29. Uh, he's tw- yeah. And he made Creed, dude. Yeah. That yeah. movie is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still have to see it. Big inferiority complex. Dude, yeah, no, right. like, what have I done at 27? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so I used to go to a comic book shop right next to my elementary school, and between basketball practice and track practice, we would go there and hang out. I remember one day I asked the comic book owners, are there any comic books about black people, like X-Men Aww. or different things? And he pointed out a couple of issues of Black Panther, so that's the most exciting thing I would say. Thank Dissolve you, comic store too. guy. Yeah. yeah, like I want to know. I want to know. Like, Kugler should go back to that comic book yeah. store. And, yeah. Like, oh my god. Like those pictures of John Bernthal in the comic store. It's like Kugler with this guy. Like this. Guy. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited that the Black Panther the director is that big of a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he had he had a really good quote about like why he feels that an, an African American should direct mm-hmm. uh, the Black Panther movie. I, I don't have it written down here. Like it was a couple months back, but absolutely go find it. Like. It it kind of turned my head on it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I nice. I back him on this now. Like I can't wait you know, to see. Yeah. So I, that's one of my most anticipated of of all the comic movies coming up because mm-hmm. it's, it's the most that can go right or wrong. It's kind of yeah. our after yeah. Doctor Strange. I think that's our biggest gamble, and I'm really excited to see where they well, go because with it. it's mm-hmm. it's as little known a character as Doctor uh, yeah. Strange. Yeah. Like at least it's on that. But same it's sort way of more part. politically yeah. like treacherous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. well, well, I think Cumberbatch is better than Cumberbatch. Like no yeah. matter exactly. what, like you're good there. You got an audience. You've got mm-hmm. an unknown character, mostly unknown director, mostly unknown actor in a geopolitical landscape. There are so many like picket. But, but just yeah. coming. we're we're gonna see him in Civil War, and I think that's gonna introduce oh, yeah, him to, oh, to yeah. and the audience who's like, yeah. oh, what's his story? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, so. And I think he's gonna kill it. I think he's gonna be our like every yeah moment because they need to make him so yeah. known quickly. Exactly. I yeah. can't wait. Black Marvel's Man. done a good job of introducing characters in a way where like it doesn't feel like it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Even if this, if even if five years ago, no one was talking about. As somebody who's been an Ant-Man fan mm-hmm. for years before, like, and it, when I would tell people, like, oh, yeah, one of my favorite characters is, is Ant-Man, mm-hmm. yep. and people just look at me, what, that's a thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now everyone knows who it is. Like, I imagine they're they're on track to get Black Panther into the same yeah. way. It is, I think, a much bigger risk than Doctor Strange. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Doctor Strange at least has, like, excuse me, mm-hmm. mystical powers and mm-hmm. stuff that, like, okay, as a casual fan of comics, you can be like... Sorry, we got to keep moving, but right. finish your finish your thought. Finish yeah. your thought. Um, I'm just letting you know. The, there's an easier way in than yeah. Black Panther, which is very, like, grounded in an out-there way. Yeah. If that yeah. makes any sense. No, I totally agree. I, like, mm-hmm. it's it's a risk. It's a total so risk, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, there's a new villain rumored for Guardians of the mm-hmm. Galaxy 2. Uh, Meredith, do you want to take mm-hmm. this one and run with it? Uh, yeah, so guys, if you've been following any of my writing over at Geek.com, you would have seen yesterday the big news break. The spoiler alert, by the way, the next couple of things are super, super spoily. Um, so, uh, with an inside source, I was able to uncover a super big John Terry possible new 
a villain, Rimmer and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's Eco the Living Planet, who I've been saying forever that oh I want God, to see. Oh, like he's I know. With I know, right, I guys? I so bad. So, so nuts. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> how do you even do that? How do you how even do, you, do that? Oh, I so, cannot wait. You guys might think that, you know, for comic readers, you all know Ego, uh, mostly associated with the Thor comics. Uh, he actually first appeared in, in Thor, uh, had some run ins with Galactus and uh, Fantastic Four. Obviously, we're uh, not going to be able to go that route. But in more recent uh, comics history, mm-hmm. uh, we have seen Ego uh, hire Rocket Raccoon to get some space life lice mm-hmm. off his back, mm-hmm. and even Thanos um, in well, actually, it was in it was in Thanos, was a god, yeah, above us, But it was more about Thane having his son having mm-hmm. to go like relive stuff. But we saw Thanos is uh, conquering, trying to conquer Ego, and, and Ego almost. Almost beat him. Oh, yeah, like, ego, e- like yeah. the fact that ego was like went toe to toe with Thanos and mm-hmm. almost won. Like, yeah, that's, it, that's a good example of how strong, strong ego he actually is. is. So there's already this establishment that ego can exist within the Guardians universe. And what we know about the Thor films is while they're they're heavily mystical and magical, putting ego, even though we we know Thor is going to be a rather cosmic film, it doesn't necessarily mean that Thor is going to be a a silly cosmic film. Ego is the right type of villain who would exist very well in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. So I'm super, super stoked about this. Now, we're not saying he's the main villain. We're not even saying he's a main... in it. Yeah, huh? But he's in it. Yeah, he's in it. And that's what's what's awesome. He could just make a cameo. We don't we don't know the extent, but uh Do you think he has like the face? I want that beard. I want that beard so bad. I just want to give credit to Danny B reviews on the live chat said Mm -hmm. Ego the Planet is announced as soon as NASA discovers Planet Nine. Coincidence? Yes. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's pretty nice. That's awesome. But yeah, so uh, that's that's you know you guys know how much I've been wanting to oh, like man. I was like because even when we we're watching ego. Agents of Shield oh. I was like who's that playing ego I hope it's ego and then I'm like oh wait well no. if if I can throw this in there mm-hmm. also uh, when Kurt Russell was rumored to be in contention to be Star Lord's dad or yeah. three, what what are you laughing picture Kurt Russell's giant mustache yeah, on yeah. Him. No, I, I don't and it's good I uh, know I know it would look good but I don't think he is ego <laughs> no but. Ego was, the history of Ego is that he was a planet that was then turned into a living planet by a cosmic entity known as the Stranger, Stranger. Mm-hmm. who's more or less, not like an actual brother to the Collector, but like mm-hmm. they are like cosmic entities that have existed yeah. since the beginning, right. like together. So yeah. like they're aware of each other and everything. Uh, if Kurt Russell is not one of the Eternals, like mm-hmm. like Thanos' dad or whatever else... Uh, I think he's a very good candidate to be the stranger. Mm-hmm. And with Ego oh. being in here, it could give him that. Yeah. Yeah. It could well, give him and that, yeah. Also, in the comics, the Collector uh, has Ego's brother, uh, <laughs> Alter <laughs> Ego. And we do know Benicio Del Toro, at least according to IMDb, is going to be back for Guardians too. So, who knows? Who knows? I love oh. the idea that Ego is Star-Lord's dad. Uh, okay, there we go. But wait, guys, <laughs> guys. as Ego as Star-Lord's dad. Wasn't there rumor that Al Pacino wanted to be involved? Yeah. What if Al Pacino was oh, Ego? Oh, Just oh quiet, quiet whisper yelling, oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, all of that. Oh my god. Like if, uh, if I was half the planet I was 30 years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. His little, his little friend is a moon. Oh <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Is that like it is the moon? Yes. Oh, yes. So funny. So good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving De Niro on. is alter ego. Yeah. I want to see a giant planet yelling, ooh Yeah. That's all I want out of this movie now. Oh my god. That just murdered me. 
Might. Oh, oh, yes. If they don't do that, I'm going to hate Guardians. I'm sorry, Guardians. We've built it up too much now. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, these are also. Uh, this is from Geek. This is things, not. Yeah. I, I can't take credit for this. This all goes to oh, Dave Gonzalez. This Gonzal- is just Geek. Uh, this geek is, yeah, this or, goes uh, out to Dave. Yeah, yeah, Dave Gonzalez, who's been working the Thor beat forever. So uh, Odin's role is revealed. Or possibly, like, reveal. yeah, this like game. This, this isn't confirmed yeah. necessarily, but uh, the rumor uh, is that, uh, according to sources close to the film's production, Odin is alive, uh, not doing well though. Uh, whatever coup Loki attempted ended with the All Father exile from Asgard and taking refuge on Midgard, being Earth, Earth. Uh, and the persona of Street Corner Doomsayer. So, <laughs> is that uh, his official title? That's yeah. That's that's going to be his uh, yeah. credit. Street Corner Doomsayer, Odin. Uh, so, like, we're going to see, like, Anthony Hopkins as a crazy old man. Yes. Like, the end is coming! Yes. The end is not. That's amazing. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. yeah. That's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and I, I I didn't want him to be dead. I was yeah. I would have been upset if they'd kill him off screen. I, yeah, I'm really it, did, it, it yeah. wouldn't have rang true if, no. like, he died randomly. And like I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't see them doing that to Hopkins at and all. And Odin, above all, just yeah. quietly killed off screen. Like, I know. he's not, yeah. like, a red yeah. shirt. Like, that's a really big thing. Yeah, but just like, you know, with with them killing the you know the all mother, it just doesn't. Well, no, yeah, she hmm? wait didn't didn't yeah she, no, yeah, she died. Yeah, I was yeah, like, wait, yeah. you guys got quiet. I'm like, no, I. What have you spoiled I for know. Thor three somehow? I know, sorry guys. Well, it just wouldn't work killing Odin, and so um, I like the idea that he is somehow. I don't know if he's like lost his memories or if he's just been managed. Ruffalo described Thor Ragnarok as universal road movie. Here's the exact quote: "There's a little bit of Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. I feel like that's like that's kind of movie we're heading with this relationship between Thor and Banner. It's a universal road movie. That's where we're heading. It's not where you'd think it will be. So it's not your classic road movie, but it has a structure. I think so. Okay, it's a road movie. Yeah." We've I've, kind of already been saying I've that. I have no but, idea yeah. what that looks like, but I well, love the idea of Thor and Banner like going yeah. through the stars. I love them in a car. Just yeah, yeah. Like I know we'll be back on a road movie. It won't, but I just the idea of them two sitting next to each other like changing a radio station is really funny <laughs> I, to me. I like the idea of like Thor doing like the mule <laughs> like and just that, marking like, back and ruffling. But, like, yeah, like Hulk, like rides him through space. Oh, Hulk just got his hand on Thor's foot, just like yeah, or, like hanging onto the cape. Yeah. Well, there's also Ruffalo. Ruffalo was talking recently too about at a dinner about how great it is going to be working with uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Yeah, and you've got another rumor with that. So another thing that broke on Geek.com today. Thank you, Mr. Dave Gonzalez, for this one. Dave Gonzalez. Is that uh, looks like we're gonna have Hella. In the movie, Ooh, we've been thinking awesome. we've been thinking Enchantress this whole time is the big bad, but according to the news today that he found out this again not confirmed from the studios. This is all uh, his source is that Hela is going to be the main bad pairing up with Loki, and that it looks like Kate is going to be Blanche is going to be the one playing her again. Not confirmed, but this is so freaking awesome because Hela. Yeah, I'm just picturing Hailstone and Blanchett. Right? Like that yeah. much yeah. power? Like, those are both such charismatic, that brilliant, is... talented mm-hmm. actors. Like, that is so much intelligence and, and beauty in one spot. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Yeah, I think if... If like for the for the movie, like I, I'm really, I would be really excited yeah. to see an Enchantress story. But mm-hmm. for Kate Blanchett, I think Hela is like yeah. such a good choice. And here's the thing: if we're talking Ragnarok, even if we're switching it up from the comics, we're gonna we need something to really spice it up and bring it in. And Enchantress just isn't that type of character that can help bring about yeah. Ragnarok. But the ruler of Hell is something that can, because Ragnarok is supposed to be what destroys, uh, you know, that brings about the end of the gods and the rebirth of the new, and uh, and and Hela's, you know, whole 
whole shtick is kind of that. Um, and I think I think that's what is going to be a great, great uh, play, and I'm excited for that. Um, there's a lot more to the story. I don't want to sp- say too many more spoilers on air for our viewers who don't want, but if you go to geek.com right now, the story should be up as the, the major headline, so you can see what else he uh, Dave posted about Hella's role and how it ties into the film, and uh, a big thing about um, Yilner. And, yeah. and, and, if you go read mm-hmm. that, uh, know that uh, Doctor Strange is in the universe. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's your one ability to that, no 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 well let's go you actually let's go ahead. we have no. some minute do you want to address that or do you want to address no, it next week no, okay well, all right well, well, it, but it's a it's giant high, spoiler it i don't want to address yeah, it at it all is. but if you go read that story and you mm-hmm. see that spoiler and you go oh no what will they do yeah. my answer is dr strange yeah the, the answer to mjolnir is dr strange yeah so uh anyway going to sony mm-hmm. we've got it we've got 10 minutes uh spider-man's release date has been moved uh to july 7th from july 28th Spider-Man so it's tradition. moved up about a, a month yeah. uh so happy fourth everybody Yay! happy fourth america spider-man spider-man one and two are both the fourth yeah. of july yeah i'm really excited that's his yeah. red, it's, it's, red, it's amazing red, it's why all those flags blue and black america <laughs> that's why this yeah. has got to swing my odd flags because yeah. fourth of july america america America. Uh, also, geek.com, you're just killing it this, this week, you me. guys. This was my, actually, yeah. This uh, how is Spider-Man my... enters the MCU. Uh, do you want to yeah, Sure, thank it? you. We... Yeah, this is, I actually started off so, uh, started off the week on Friday. That's the start of the week, right? Uh, we uh, we uncovered how Peter grew, uh, Peter fits into the whole Civil War uh, MCU storyverse. Again, this kind of goes into spoiler territory, so warning, guys, but um, what we uncovered was that Peter actually grows up idolizing Tony Stark. Uh, from, basically, from the age five, he like sees Iron Man on the screen, and he's like, I want to be like this guy. So, uh, you know, like Tony and his inventions and, and Iron Man the superhero. It's his boyhood it's like so idol. Cool. It's so freaking adorable. And then, at some point, you know, um, Peter Parker gets his spider powers. He's spidering around New York. Uh, Civil War happens. Tony takes note of Peter Parker as Spider-Man, probably through all those S.H.I.E.L.D. files he acquired in uh, Avengers Mm -hmm. 2. And uh, he shows up and says, hey, you want to join me? And uh, with a little additive incentive of, I've got a really sweet suit for you with some really sweet sweet web shooters and some sweet eyeglass. uh, I'm cool with the eyeglass. I really hope the web shooters aren't Tony. Yeah, I stand by that. I know. That's such a big yeah. part of his. I agree. Part yeah. Of his yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I would assume they are upgraded. I think that. Yeah, I mean, no. like he has a certain delivery system for yeah. the webbing. He's already I'm, I'm something. Gonna, I'm going to go with full. upgraded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with upgraded web shooters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm going to say that right now that it's going to be an upgraded suit, upgraded web shooters, and new. And then glass when he leaves, if he goes back to regular and uses some of the knowledge again, exactly. I'm cool with that. I just don't want him to have yeah. like vibrating cartridges. Yeah. Like it would be a great moment if he does the same thing as from the book and flips back to flips to capsize, and then he's like. Well, I kept the web shooter. Right? Of course I kept exactly. the web shooter's cap. But, uh, but yeah, so... And then they've got a tracker, and that's how uh, Iron Man finds him, uh, and then he kills everybody. Uh, oh, spoiler! Invented spoiler! <laughs> I know. But yeah, so it's it's really great to put him in that perspective, because yes, we are dealing with a 15-year-old Spider-Man, and it does make sense as to how he would he would join. And, you know, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. We saw that that one art... Real quick, because this is just you. We saw that one art where Hawkeye is kind of mm-hmm. not fighting anyone. It looks like he was kind of aiming an arrow at Tony's butt. Well, now it kind of makes sense because now that it's it's six v six versus five v six, right? So. And Danny Jr. doing the screen test with yeah. Spider Man makes a lot of sense because it would make sense to have that reference because it's Robert Jr. and Peter Parker would have that kind of reference because it's Robert Jr. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Of course. That's my name. My name is Michael Let's jump over to Netflix real quick. Jessica Jones got a second season order, and nobody was surprised. Uh, no, I, no, but it's still fun. It's still I know. Good. I'm so I mean, excited. We have, I'm so our, excited. we have our first actual image from, yeah. from yeah. it. 
Uh, and uh, are we? Do, do we have time to call it? Do Wait, yeah. Have have, has anyone called this number? As long as we have time to get to Agent Carter for a minute, but uh, has, has anyone called? I'm so curious about this number. Here, John, like, can we can we Skype uh, Jessica yeah. Jones? No, yeah, let's just call yeah. Let me just call her my number. Uh, yeah. Uh, so while you're doing that. Uh, that's exciting. I'm really excited, but yeah. we don't have a release date for that yet. No, but I uh, personally, we do know that it's coming. I'm personally hoping that it's after yeah. Defenders. Um, it, I, I don't think it'll be after eight, Defenders. Eight, I think yeah. it'll be 2017 at the earliest, though. Because it's going to push Defenders back again. I guess my thing is, my only concern about it, and I'm... Wait! We've got cases and shit, so we don't Oh, that's oh awesome. my god, that's, oh my awesome. god, that's awesome. awesome! So, um, so Jessica Jones' uh, voicemail actually answered when you call, and she's like, uh, "Hello, this is Alice Investigations. We have cases and s." Uh, leave a message. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Finish your thought. We got to move. Um, uh, five minutes. Oh, oh uh, my only concern, mm-hmm. and I trust the with such a good first season, I trust that they can figure this out. Who the villain is and living up to Kilgrave is going to be the big thing. So it yeah. has to be a smaller story, not as much about a villain, but as an internal struggle. I, I, I trust him. Yeah, if yeah. you guys are curious about my thoughts, I uh, had a piece published today on geek.com on where I think season two of Jessica Jones can go, so oh. please go read it there. I will have to go read that. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Uh, also, there's a Punisher series being rumored. To, uh, uh, it's not mm-hmm. confirmed, but uh, Hollywood Hollywood Reporter actually confirmed with Marvel and Netflix that they are talking about it, but it doesn't mean it's moving forward. Yeah. They're going to have to that. still see how it plays. But that that, to me, even better than saying that there's a series possibly coming, mm-hmm. uh, says how good the character is in the mm-hmm. series. Yeah. That they're both yep. that both studios are like, oh crap, we might need to give this guy a series. Like that's yeah. that's good. That's a very good thing. Uh, and I would love to see that. You know, we don't have time to mm-hmm. comment on it, but that's exciting. Uh, also, John Bernthal and Lodi Young uh, talked about their characters. We don't have time to talk about yeah. that. Go to geekgirlauthority.com to see those quotes. Uh, they are listed there for you. Also, mm-hmm. other uh, Marvel spinoffs for Netflix. Um, uh, the uh, well, the president of Netflix, Sarandos, uh, said any character that is in there is uh, in the table. It's always possible. Um, and all of the characters could spin out okay. from so yeah. cool. uh, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, summaries leaked on Netflix for Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Defenders. I don't think that there's anything novel about any yeah. of them. No. Uh, but Luke Cage does say in this Marvel live action series, a street fighting ex-con battles crime. They called him an ex-con. That's now awesome. we we've speculated that we kind of assumed that. I think it even maybe said something in the other synopses. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian Carter, take it and run. Um, I, we had two episodes that that came out on Tuesday. They had a double right after this Captain America seventy mm-hmm. fifth anniversary special. Three hours of it. Um, I I love the first two episodes. It takes us into the fifties in Los Angeles and Hollywood. We had some great stuff like. We got Jarvis. We met his wife, who is not oh, a robot, yeah. as we had wildly speculated. Amazing. Um, a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. that's like universe building in this. Um, mm-hmm. We were introduced to Zero Matter yeah. as this like mystical force that uh, Isodyne uh, uh, is developing in there, uh, and this really nice character slash mm-hmm. love interest for Peggy. Uh, By the way, there's going to be spoilers on yeah. Legend Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so. this, we're talking about like the episodes that have already aired. So if you haven't seen mm-hmm. them, spoilers. Stop or just don't care. Um, but uh, there's some really great stuff. Uh, the A lot of people are saying that the, the Zero Matter is Dark Force, which is a lead to Doctor Strange. So the, the quote that uh, Tara Butters, one of the showrunners, has is, obviously Dark Force was in S.H.I.E.L.D. and has a connection with Doctor Strange. When she says S.H.I.E.L.D., she's talking about Blackout, that character from the first season, like episode four or five or six or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is something from another dimension that has properties that when a person has been exposed to it, it can kill them, it can give them powers, and with each person, potentially affects them differently. It is definitely part of the Marvel, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, of our season. 
So, uh, so. I've, I've had a few people asking me about the Doctor Strange connection. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, unless there's like a, an extraneous um, storyline that I haven't read, like in the Avengers or Thor or something like that, uh, Doctor Strange really doesn't deal with Dark Force a whole lot. No. I think it's mainly it's, that it's, it is a dimensional, it's a dimensional thing. Yeah. So I, met, I think it's just going to play a role in the movie. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of their loose tie between the two. Yeah. It'll probably mean more once we get there. What we got sure. in this series, like... Uh, in, ter- in, this, in these two episodes was basically it's a catalyst for two characters I think to get their powers. We have Madame Mask mm-hmm. uh, being like this is how she gets her powers basically yeah. Yeah. and then what they didn't show in this episode but what we sort of speculated on was Jason Wilkes, her love interest yeah. he blew up with the Zero Matter um, Jason Wilkes in the comics, if you're not aware, is a is a one-off character who gets like hit with an invisibility ray and then can, but he becomes um, trans, uh, not only just like invisible, but completely like uh, non-corporeal. Oh, uh, nice. so, I did not know that. I knew he was oh. from the comics. I just had no. He's a super yeah. tiny yeah, character, very minor. Um, but so what? What like oh, that's really what, cool. What that's I'm really speculating, cool, and what we we sort of built on the um, the After Buzz TV mm-hmm. after show, our sister or on our sister network. Um, is that he's going to become like because they kissed in that episode? Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah. It was like this nice, especially for the fifties. You had an interracial kiss because mm-hmm. this this season is dealing less with the feminism uh, and and like mm-hmm. really like anti feminist issues from season one and dealing with a lot of the racial issues that the fifties were yeah. are known for. And, I mean, just kind um, of like equality yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, equality has been the major through line of Agent Carter, and I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this and this seems to be the, the issue. They had one scene very specifically dealing with a racist diner owner, mm-hmm. yeah. but when she she has this kiss with the guy and like in in her <laughs> semi rebound from Sousa, mm-hmm. um, but. Then he, if he becomes like they, they like fall in love and they cannot touch because of oh. what's been afflicted with him. Oh. Heartbreak. While oh. I like, I spent the whole two episodes swooning over yeah. Peggy. If no yeah. one, if you've never seen me talk about Peggy Carter, yeah. I am, I am just in love. That's, yeah. When she talks I, about like, I'm a whiskey girl. I melted. I melted. <laughs> and that's why, and that's why you dotty it up on the Agents of Shield or yeah. uh, Agent Carter after show. Oh yeah, I, I get my red fedora yeah. in there oh, all yeah. the time. I didn't have it today. But. All right, we've 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 got to wrap it up. Uh, we will not have time to talk about any of the comic stuff that we wanted to. There's uh, links on geekgirlauthority.com mm-hmm. if you want to see that stuff. Shout out 75 years Captain America. Woo! Yeah, uh, and by the way, Steve Rogers will be returning to the role of Captain America, but that doesn't mean that Sam Wilson will cease to be Captain yeah. America. He's actually going to keep the shield and continue being Captain. It's like going to be a Hawkeye Hawkeye situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, Agent Carter showrunners mm-hmm. uh, just released their first Captain Marvel comic. It has Alpha Flight. All I'm going to say is that Puck is back and he's in this comic with and that like that's all you that need was, to know. That was, that's Read Deadpool Spider Man, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Free Comic Book Day mm-hmm. uh, is going to see uh, Civil War Two starting. That's mm-hmm. going to be a giveaway for free, uh, and that's also where we're going to get to see all new Wasp. That's the end. Of, uh, that's all we can say for the comic yeah. books. We've got to wrap it up because it's two hundred one. Uh, but at Tater. My 26th birthday is on Friday. Aww. Can I get a shout out? I love the show. Keep up the good work. Happy so, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy One shout out of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and can we get the Eye of Agamotto cam? Happy birthday at Tater, saith the Eye of Agamotto. All right, that's our show. Do you guys have any th- final thoughts? Uh, vote for my commercial, Swipe for Doritos. It's still two weeks left, and I would really love to go to the Super Bowl. And a million dollars. All right, that's, that's all you got time for. Go. Uh, for guys, find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson and talking about Agent Carter, Daredevil, all the Marvel TV shows on AfterBuzz TV.
Boom. Done. Keep your eyes on geek.com because I can't say there's not more stuff coming tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. Good plug. Good plug. Good plug. Great plug. Great plug. You know how to do this, don't you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, I produce Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith. That's uh, supposed to be out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but sometimes we don't have time to record it. But you can catch him on the Kevin Smith sh- uh, channel on YouTube. Uh, and sometimes I get to talk about Doctor Strange there. Uh, also, next Tuesday is going to see the end of our show. Our on third our part third series. Part series yes. On Geek and Sundry's Twitch. <laughs> James so Cameron Spider-Man. We're, we're reading James Cameron Spider-Man, and it's hilarious. He's and you Doc Ock. I'm Spider-Man. It's ridiculous. And you should absolutely tune in. Uh, <laughs> it's, at, uh, it's at 7 o'clock next, uh, next Tuesday. And that's yep. our last Wrap one. Wrap him so. in your arms. Oh, there's so much more yeah. than that. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's our show. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on uh, on iTunes, also on YouTube. Uh, Marvel Movie News. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, forward slash Marvel News uh, show, or on Twitter, at Marvel News PTN. Uh, I'm Matt Key, at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco, at M. Placco. I'm Zach Wilson, at that Zach Wilson. I'm Coy Jondro, at Coy Jondro. Thank you very much. But Bye! Perfect, thank you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.